Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an IV Pod production. You can reach us at Facebook or go to www.ivpod.com. Let's rock. Rock. Okay, here we are, everybody. It's episode eight. Episode eight. Cool. Hi, John. How's it going? Hi, Clayton. I'm fine. That's good. It's a late night. This feels kind of weird. We just had the time change, so it feels a little bit later than it actually is. Mm Mm-hmm. Although, it's okay, because we have that extra time tomorrow, too, so. That's true. Right. That's true. So this week is a little bit of an off week for us. We did two research-based shows back-to-back. I think they went pretty well. So this week we kind of uh, dragged our butts a little bit and didn't really come up with any new topics. So we're going to have a lighter show for you, everybody. Yeah, that's okay. We have some good ideas. We have some things waiting in the wings, I hope, right, Uh, that we're kind of bouncing around working on so yeah i think we'll be just fine we just kind of mm-hmm. took it easy this week yeah well i think what we'll do is we'll talk about some local news stuff um maybe do some podcasts um that we've been listening to and uh that'll be about it so sounds good i'm just gonna sit and i'm gonna let you talk for the next half hour All go right. ahead clayton okay uh, off we go then <laughs> um let's see what went on this week we had the elections. Hope everybody voted. Yes, uh, I hope you did. If you sit on your hands. Right. Oh, if you didn't vote, then I don't want to hear any griping. Yeah, exactly. Because so. it's like, cause, <laughs> you, oh, that's just, that's what I hear. You, know, you forfeited have... your right to bitch. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I mean, if you just don't have any reason to bitch if you didn't go vote. And your vote does count. So if you hear this and you're getting mad that we're making fun of you, good. Right. Uh, yeah, whatever. Even if you don't know anything, you can at least uh, to go online and take a take a politics quiz and pick a party and, and vote for that one or something. You know what I mean? The one that'll tell you what party you belong to. Oh, yeah. Good <laughs> luck with that. I, I did it. I did it for the last presidential election, and they told me that I aligned best with Hillary Clinton. <laughs> I was like, oh, it was before the it was before the primary or whatever. Interesting. But Yeah. It, I thought it was really funny, I, I, really, but um, not not that I was yeah, against her or anything, because I really wasn't. I just, I I didn't expect it. So that's what I thought was cool about it. But Interesting. Um, well, I, uh, yeah, now we're all done, so we can start looking forward to, well, I'm not going to pay much. I don't pay much attention these days, because I find that the more I pay attention to politics, the more pissed off I am. Oh, yeah. In general. Because yeah, it's it's a lot of BS. I suppose I mean even in Peru, like even on a local level, it's just insane the amount of crap that that gets flung around. Um, yeah, so the, I, the, pool, I, the pool thing in Peru is a complete mess. Yeah, it's crazy. 
Yeah, I, so I, just, I just try not to pay too much attention these days. That's probably the wrong attitude to have, but I just find I'm a lot happier that way. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I enjoy it, actually, some of it. Like the, the pool thing. I, I'm going to just a little quick rant on that. The, the pool, what is it, 60 years old now? Right. Right. So it was I made so. in, they put it in in the 40s or 50s, right? Um, my my biggest thing is, it's like, how come no one thought to start saving money to replace the pool, like, 20 years ago or even when they first built it like i mean any like any accounting principle or you know anytime you have property that depreciates in value or gets used up and i think a pool is a pool is not like i mean especially one that's that old eventually you have to start thinking you know maybe maybe we're gonna have to build a new one one day and you should probably have thought of that way before the one is so it is in such bad condition that it you know is unusable though so, and that's the thing that kind of aggravated me and i i have a background where i can say that confidently like that the parks department wasn't doing their job and Zing. I, I it's too bad no it's true i mean they didn't i mean where where it's it's like having a it's like having a road and never planning to ever repave it again and then when it's in it and it's you know it's full of potholes and Someone's like, hey, we need money to repave the road. People are like, what do you mean you need money to repave? We don't got any money set aside for that. It's like, didn't we know the road was going to need to be repaved? Like, yeah, you do. So you, you put money aside. You, you, yeah. That's just, I don't, it's like the same principle. Like if you own a business, you buy a brand new truck. And, and, and it's not as clear cut as that. But if you, if you, if you own that truck, you say, you know, after five years, this truck is going to be expired. At least, like, it'll be paid for or whatever. And we're, we should be we should have the money to buy a new one after so long. And even if you don't buy that new one, you still have that money set aside that's allocated to buy a new truck because that one is expired. And even if even if you're still using it and you can get more out of it, you still have that money which you can make money on. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, and and you know, and the, like, what was the thing that they just had the big vote on? Because uh... Well, they, they were there was a big the, there's a big right. grant. There's right. one of the first times where you could take advantage of a grant where the government's going to pay for the majority of this pool, but you got to have all the money up right. front. Right. You and had to have a finance plan, and it was to cover three quarters of it. And I actually I think what Baker or not Baker that's funny that I said Harrell. that Scott Harrell did. I thought I was an admirable move on his part to veto. You know the, what? I the, actually. Yeah, it took some balls for him to be like, so you guys are going to do this, but you're not really following the rules. Like, you guys are going to, you're pretending like we already have a plan to get the money, but everybody wants to have a new pool, but no one wants to tell anybody how they're going to pay for it. And that's hilarious. And then he's like stepping out in front of everybody and saying, no, you can't. can't." Yeah, you know what? I, you know, the popular thing in the town of Peru right now is by all the, all the aldermen is to push for this pool. But, uh, you know, we may, we don't have any affiliations on this show but i did i would have to say i th- i liked his comment in the paper uh it said something to the effect of you know hey look at the state of illinois we're not exactly doing well everybody's trying to tighten their belts and mm-hmm. you want to go spend how much money on this pool when right. we actually have some i mean we have some at our disposal i mean it's it's uh it's not the uh I don't know. It's a tough topic, but uh, yeah, I think I, I I agree. I think he was pretty ballsy with that move. Well, right. He just is being. He's doing his job, and that's that's admirable. And he needs to tell the alderman, like, "Hey, I'm all for a pool. You just need to tell me how we're going to pay for it." 
that's all. Right. And I think there was one thing where there'd be a $3 or $5 a month add-on to the utility bills um, per month. Now that uh, that you know. I uh, don't like. <laughs> oh. he, he can yeah. he can he can figure out ways to find the money, but uh, I don't think he should touch utilities because that brings people to Peru in general. I okay, that's, that's a reasonable got, point. Well, because Peru's got such low electric rates, and that's I, I, a that's a draw. Would you rather see a bump in sales tax? Um, yeah, because it ends up um, you have more people affect, from outside the area. Yeah, it affects pe- and, affects people like you who live in Ottawa, right? Who go to a Target because there's the yeah, right, right on. <laughs> and I actually, I actually think that's right. It's like the same thing. The same reason you want tourism is because you want to bring money from outside the area, and that's probably part of the reason Peru can still afford to keep its taxes as low as it does because of, because of its uh, commercial districts. And I don't think even a quarter of a percent or whatever it would be is ever going to drive that's not going to drive people away like if you get up in the suburbs and that um i was talking to a guy today actually who said like there's some um smaller suburbs up there um what barrington he says like 11 or 12 percent sales tax yikes yeah like what what what? (laughs) how did it get out how did it get that far out of control that you need to charge that much Right. You know what I mean? You're paying it. You're paying twelve cents just to get a coke out of. You know what I mean? Uh, at the at the Walmart. Well, up there, yeah. You know what I mean? A, uh, the only thing there is that's a different world up there. If you look at the houses those people live in, I mean. Oh yeah, you're right. It's so. a, it's ridiculous. Some of those houses, it's like you could fit, you know, fifty families in them. It's nuts. Right. Right. Anyway. Right. That's good stuff, though. Good stuff. Good start to the show when we had nothing to talk about. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we could fill up the time. Sure. But what else? Did, what else was I? Oh, we had Halloween um, last Sunday, so uh, we recorded on Halloween night. But um, one of the stories that popped out—I don't know if it actually made the paper. Did it? That the I believe the, it did. Yes. The boy from Depew that um, they didn't have the picture in the paper, but they did have the story in the paper. He was supposedly dressed up like a ghost, but very closely resembled um, a KKK member. Yes. Uh, it's a, it's you know I didn't read the article I've only heard this is one of those I've only heard from people on about this topic so I don't know who did what where and when but I I mean I can't help but feel bad for the kid because he probably had no clue I mean how old was he do you know I, no I see it's I not no in idea. the Ottawa paper and the News Tribune's archive isn't searchable so I gotta think that they didn't do it on purpose. But at no, the same time, yeah, everybody's riding him real hard. Hopefully, his parents didn't dress him up like that and send him off and laugh. Well, uh, exactly. If, I really if hope that not. was the case. But I could here's here's like I was sympathetic. Like I had the vision of maybe a kid who tried to make his own costume. Sure. And he chopped up some sheets, and he looked like a goon, KKK man, and he thought he looked like a pretty sweet ghost. And no one, he, you know, maybe he's not. You know, maybe his parents aren't always there to help him out or whatever. And I mean, I'm not trying to make assumptions, but in this instance, you could understand how that kind of thing would happen, where, you know, there wasn't anybody there to tell him otherwise, and that's too bad. And now people think he's a, you know, think it's an awful thing. We're assuming it was a boy, too, aren't we? Yeah, we're assuming that. And, um, yeah, we're assuming a lot of things. We really know very little about this, but uh, I got to... I got a feel for the kid. I mean, I would think that he didn't. I'd like to. Th- I'd like to give him the benefit of the benefit of the doubt that he did not know that yeah, he was he, doing this. Here's the thing, too. I guess this is kind of a uh, uh, to take it a little bit further. Say, I'd feel sorry for him if he did it on purpose. 
Oh, that you he's know, that demented. Mean, so. Well, he's that demented, and no one, no one stepped up and told him, then no, like right. knock it off, man. That's you know unacceptable, and and you can't, you can't wear your your hood, your KKK hood to school today. Like, yeah, probably not a good idea. Right. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, the other thing too. I mean. I don't think it would probably really ever be totally appropriate to wear that garb anywhere, even if it was to a, like an adult party that was private with just your friends. But then again, it'd probably get the, get a hell of a reaction. You know what I mean? And it, it's just what it represents, obviously, is is reprehensible or however you want to put it. But um, sometimes people make a big deal out of stuff. I don't know. Do you think it would be inappropriate if someone dressed up like Hitler and went to a party? Uh, I've seen it done on college campuses, um, and it, yes, it's actually, you know taste. what, it is, it is, I think it's important. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it is. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have I the balls. Wouldn't, yeah. No. And I wouldn't, and part of me, like, thinks it's funny, and then there's the other part of me that's like. Well, it depends, actually, I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. Oh, right. Unless, unless, of course, you had an odd spin to it, like you were gay Hitler. Or, yeah, that, that would be funny. Not to discredit the gay people out there, I'm sorry, but uh, or something, something like that. Maybe some odd twist, some turn it on its heels. Like, what could right. you do? Well, that would be that would be like, would you say that's ironic? You know what I mean? Like a, a gay Hitler because he wanted to kill all the gay people. <laughs> so there you go. He dressed up like he was actually gay. I guess that would be kind of that fun. would go. Over I'm gonna a get it. That's in poor taste as well, but that's, that's kind of what that's what Halloween sort of represents for a lot of adults now like the women dress like total horror so not all of them but a lot of them do especially on a college campus like we were talking about you can um, definitely get away with a lot of crazy stuff right you could take a job like a doctor and that the woman's dressed like a skanky doctor and you don't hear the doctors getting outraged because there's I don't know. They probably like it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I, I've heard a lot of talk about it, and it seems like people, more people are talking about the costumes and how out of, out of control it is. But what's so funny is a lot of those sexy costumes are the ones that people buy. And seeing as how this is a commercial, um, you know, capitalistic society, those are the costumes that sell. So it's not necessarily the big mean company's fault for selling them that that's what the people want. You know what I mean? So everybody that wants to be up in arms about sexy costumes, well, that's what sell best. So that's what you're going to find out there for sale. Um, I think that's an interesting angle, too. And with that, Clayton, I think that's a good moment for us to take a second for some sexy time. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay, that was quick. It was. Yeah, you were fast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do what I can. Yeah. Um, moving on. Moving on. Moving on. I think we wrapped up the Halloween topic pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to hit on the um? I don't. I. You have Vermilion River thing. I don't know enough about that. Maybe we can hit that next week. Yeah, because here's what happened. I we didn't. We sent out a text, uh, messaging. To our local fan base, or our, yeah, our local fan base, and tried to get some ideas for this week's show. And one of those ideas was the Vermilion River closing. Somewhere on the Vermilion, I believe on the Big Vermilion, they closed the river. 
I don't know anything else other than that. It's been blocked off for a long time, but I mean, I just didn't know there was any uh, more news on it is all. Well, you know what? Did somebody die there? Didn't somebody die? Yeah, that, yeah that, was all, that was all a couple years ago. Oh, okay. And that's why they blocked it off. So, yeah, you're way behind, bro. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, I blame, blame uh, our user who wrote us. I don't remember who wrote us, but what are you doing, man? Come on. Yeah. Well, he's. I think Martino actually had a movement. Um, there's a. They're waiting approval from. Uh, what's the name of the company there? Not Lone Star, but whatever it's called now. They're the ones that block it. Have it all blocked up. Yeah. So there was some sort of uh, agreement with the state and between the state and that company to to get that waterway open. And there's all kinds of. Um, details on it but like i said i don't really want to hash it out although it is a good topic because it's in, it's really interesting i think there's some conflicting um rules there like it's their land but then people have the right to the waterway because of the waterway act or whatever it's called and so blah, well blah, blah. you got to be careful on that vermilion river if you're riding a raft or something i remember we used to do that we go Tube. rafting go tubing down there there's some yeah. fun rapids mm-hmm. some fun spots mm-hmm. and yeah that's where people ran into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did we? Uh, we did get some comments on the website. Um, not this yeah. past week. Do you want to hit that up, John? Well, yeah, we had one uh, about a week or so, eh, a week or two ago, from uh, Izebnad. Say that's his name. On the uh, post here. Is O.B. Nad. Is O.B. Nad, yeah. There you go. It sounds better. And his comment was, anybody who is a big fan of wiffle ball probably has played it. Really? And that was a quote. There's quotation marks there uh, around the anybody and it. Anybody who is a big fan of wiffle ball really probably has played it. Really? Giving us a little really treatment. Um, uh, yeah. that's, that's referencing our very first show when we discussed wiffle ball and I believe that was your comment Clayton so that that comment's directed towards you I see so you're surprised gonna... that is that an untrue statement that I said <laughs> is that is that what he's upset with me about does he think I... that's not true <laughs> <laughs> I I admit it's I kind think of it's... a stupid ass thing to say but I it's like a here's I'm... your sign if you're familiar with that those I jokes nervous, man it was our first show I mean come yeah on. I I mean yeah, I, I think wiffle ball actually is. To comment further on this, maybe I'll say something else stupid. Um, it's a love hate thing. You either like it or you hate it. You know what I mean? Like, do you remember when we played it in in gym class and at LP? And uh, some people would go out and walk the track. And oh yeah, they hated it. That that played it. Like, either you were into it or you hated it. And oh yeah. It, it, if you stayed in and played, it was probably because it was cold outside and you didn't want to go walking on the track because it was cold. <clears throat> yeah, I and loved it so much I busted my front teeth because of it. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's good stuff. And you got pulled over on your way to your uh, the dentist, right? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I had to show the cop my teeth in the cup. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, slow down. Yeah, he was very cool about it. Did showed him, Gave him a big smile, showed him my two front missing teeth, and showed That's him awesome. the cup. <laughs> it was a... Something out of a movie. It was priceless. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. 
That is good. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I think uh, I don't think he actually even listened to the whole episode. He. I'm guessing that this listener actually was one of those guys that just picked out a couple of things to to rip on us about, and then that's it. He moved on. Yeah, <laughs> we'll show him. Well, yeah. And a listener is like that. Come on. Yeah, bro. we need more comments though, guys. And we we see these are good though. I like this kind of comment because these are fun to talk about on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd, I, you know, and, and we'd actually take some questions. Like if you're if you're looking for some relationship advice or. Uh, uh, if you have some hypothetical questions, you know, um, you want some hypothetical help not to rip off the podcast, but that's exactly what we're doing, uh, where we well, give you, know, you sometimes people come up with really creative stuff and yeah, we want to, I think that'd be a fun segment that we could have on our show. So please write us, let us know, give us some questions, give us something to ponder. Right. Uh, we something may hear somewhere else. Yeah. We'll give you straight up honest answers. They may be completely wrong but we'll try yeah maybe someone wants to know why we don't you know seeing as how this is a podcast why we don't swear up a storm you know we could talk about that yeah yeah maybe we could do a dirty episode i don't know if that's a good idea i think i actually kind of like the idea of you know like bill cosby said you know you don't always need to swear to be funny even though it isn't necessarily our intent to be funny but sometimes swearing actually makes you sound like a moron so right. and i i generally speak like a sailor so uh it's kind you know of what I, to try to clean it up for for an hour every week yeah we we do pretty good i'd actually say um it's funny because lately i think i find myself saying a lot more uh bad words just because I'm listening to a lot of podcasts where they cuss oh, a lot. Yeah, no, that's true. I've been saying the mother of all swear words a lot lately because <laughs> uh, of Bill Burr. Right. And I, and I use it casually, and it's like, you shouldn't, you know, that one's bad, and some women really hate that word. Other women don't mind it so much, but some of them do. I think your wife's one of them that's like, oh, you can't say that one around me. No, and, no, she's cool. She's is she all right with it? I just, I, I think I said it the one time, and she was like, Clayton. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, it just slips out, man. I just start uttering, and uh, I'm like, you know, if I, especially um, playing, I, I play uh, Madden online. I don't know, maybe uh, maybe one or two games a week. That's like my, that's about all the video game time I'm getting these days. But um, yeah, I drop the C word a lot, especially when I'm playing someone that's way better than me and I'm getting slaughtered. Oh, and we're I, talking I, about the C word. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought the we were mother talking of just all the swear. old. I, I think that one's the mother of all. Oh, Maybe in, oh. in terms of classic swears, I guess it isn't, because that would be the F. Oh, word. I'm sorry. I thought we were just talking about the F bomb. I uh, yeah, no, the wife, my wife, don't like that word. Uh, no, right, no. she doesn't. I, I was gonna, I was gonna debate it with you, but I figured you knew better than me. No, uh, I. Hey, sorry. Yeah, I was. Yeah, and you know, I, it's, I, he says it a lot. <laughs> you know, and there was a movie called, um, I want to say it was Gangster Number One. It was a British movie. Uh, it had the guy from Clockwork Orange in it. And um, good movie, I thought. Actually, I liked the first half when the guy, Clockwork Orange guy is not in the movie. Uh, but that's not the point. Uh, but they used the C word regularly, but they yeah. use it towards other men. They don't really use it towards women. Right. And in that, and you know, when you use it like that, I had watched that movie like twice. So then I was like wanting to say that word. And I <laughs> yes. think I, oh. I remember the first time I heard that word when I was a kid. <laughs> I, hey, I'm, not, we, I'm not kidding. I have uh, technical difficulties here on my side. I'm going to have to 
pause for a break. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay. Okay, sorry everybody. Um, Clayton, that was a good. We had some good stuff going on there. Sorry, I have my uh, duty calls here on the whole fatherhood thing. Yeah, I understood. <laughs> uh, we were we were talking about the uh, as there was a little confusion. The I said the mother of all swear words, and you were thinking one, and I was thinking another one. Um, but the c word, and I was gonna I was gonna say that the first time that I heard that story, um, I was a kid, and or first time I heard that word. Um, we were at Little League, uh, like minor league practice. I was probably like nine years old. And um, we were at Church Street Park. Remember when they used to have a baseball field there? Of course. <laughs> and we were practicing. And there was, there was another team practicing on the same field. Not at this, not on the same field, but in the park, you know, just further down. And some kid stormed off. Like he was yelling at his coach really, really bad. And he stormed off. And like 10 minutes after this kid rode off on his bicycle after getting in a shouting match with his coach, which he was like, you know, 10 years old. So it was, it was odd just to watch that go down. And then this big dude showed up, like he looked like he was on steroids. He was driving like a, a white car, like muscle car. He had, you know, he had no sleeves on his shirt and like he, you know, he, he had this, this kid with him that just got into a shouting match with his coach. And it looked like it appeared to be, I don't know, older brother. Um, I don't know. Uh, mom's boyfriend situation i, I okay. don't really know All right. he, he uh he used the c word and uh he used it with force uh <laughs> in a threatening manner and uh me and aaron went home <laughs> that day from our baseball practice and asked our father what that word meant and uh we were told he wasn't mad he was like you know he, he didn't mind that we asked but we were told that that's just one you just don't say. <laughs> right, right. He, he said, you know, you hear me swear a lot, because we did. But he wasn't, that was one he was like, yeah, uh, I can't believe you haven't heard it until now. Which then again, I, I was like, to me, it was such a strong word. And the way that guy used it, he was pissed. And, he, you know, his mullet was waving in the wind, and he was all mad. And he was threatening to beat up the coach. and It's just ridiculous, but... And then my dad's just like, yeah, you don't, you don't use that one, especially in front of women. So right. I've always been leery of it. And then Bill Burr comes along and just starts using it all casually. And yeah. <laughs> I want to start saying it. I know not to say that word, even right. if I'm joking around. And even if it's referring to a man, it just, I just don't do it. I think, I think they Bad. use it, they use it quite a bit in, in like, uh, England, yeah, they use it differently a bit. It's uh, was it in Green Street Hooligans? Um, I think so. Okay, oh, I, I, I that think movie. that yeah, you know, it probably was because that one was pretty vulgar. There was a lot of stuff in that movie. That's a great movie if anybody it is, is yeah, looking absolutely. for a good movie to see. Um, definitely good revenge factor or whatever. Not to gotta, give anything away, but it's good. You got to combine that word with the f bomb though, and that makes just like truly. Awesome saying. Farting bunt. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to keep our yes. clean tag there. Yeah. Anyway. Don't be it's... a dumb farting bunt. <laughs> <laughs> you farting bunt. Anyway. 
Oh, I smacked that farting bunt right in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ow, man. Shouldn't say stuff like that. <sighs> so. How could you do that? What broke us into that? We were talking about video games, weren't we? No, we weren't. But we were <laughs> <laughs> Um. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. That's bad. Uh, we well, we were going to talk about the uh, <clears throat> uh, the Black Ops Call of Duty is getting released uh, on mm, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday at midnight. So basically Monday night. Um, uh, yeah, and and there was it, what's so funny about it is that we kind of looking up. I I heard stories about all the pre-sales, like hundreds of pre-sales. Uh, you know where the people actually come and wait in line. They're showing a movie at the GameStop in Ottawa. Um, for the people that are waiting in line to get the game, I heard that there was 450 reserved at the GameStop in, in Morris. Um, this is my uh, reporting skills here coming to, because I went and hung out at the GameStop and got the scoop. <laughs> nice. Uh, which Very is good. A good. It's actually a good place to hang out. Like those. It the is. Guys They're that fun. Work in, yeah, the guys that work in it are always like down to chit chat and like talk. You know, shoot the breeze about different games and whatnot and. They'll tell you what they think. Honestly, they're not trying to sell you anything, uh, you know. I mean, so uh, I know I went there and hung out for a while. And but when we were doing our little research for this, little you know, talking about this, I I came across in a an article about a GameStop in uh, Baltimore, near Baltimore, that got robbed, and one of the things they stole was the Black Ops. So it's kind of ironic, given that this is probably one of the most violent. Although, um, did you see the commercial for it? With um, with uh, all the yes. celebrities in it, like Kobe Bryant's in it. Oh no, I haven't seen that one. No. Where they're like they show, they're all running around with weapons. And, really? Yeah. Uh, who's the Who's on the Man Show with uh, Jimmy Kimmel? The Jimmy Kimmel was he? He's like using a rocket launcher, and <laughs> like they just show like normal people running around with all these weapons, like because I think a lot. It's this is probably the most popular. Uh, especially first-person shooter going, right? Well, big time, yeah. I mean, it's like the the first-day sales of Modern Warfare 2 broke all the records. I mean, I th- it it blew away, like, movies, you know. all You know, there's no well, way I movies think the game, I'm I'm pretty sure the gaming industry is actually makes more money, uh, you know, or does more in sales than the movie industry. And I'm, I, I'm pretty sure that's a fact. I don't know if they're there yet. That's I don't know. No, I think it is. I I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it, John. Do you have something you want to talk about while I Google it? Um, <laughs> not really. I mean, just just a word of caution because I know you mentioned that you had put your pre-order in. Yeah, and, and I don't really. Be getting it. Uh, yeah, I, don't I gotta tell you. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, I play. Uh, I I'm more of a SOCOM junkie, which is a third-person shooter. But it's you know, I play a lot of first-person shooters too, and um. Call of Duty, people who play Call of Duty are freaking crazy good. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like, they get hooked. You, and you think you're good, and then you go play on there, and they're just insanely good. Like, I get, I got so mad from playing it. I thought I was pretty good at playing those games, and I would play just cold. Like, I found out you can't just jump in cold after not playing those games for a while and oh, think you're really? going to do good. You've got to jump in and. It's probably a good idea to do the storyboard story mode just to get yeah. warmed up before you even try to get into those multiplayer modes because it's insane. I mean, yeah, it's I gotta get 
I mean, I can do, I can hold my own, but it's like, it's almost like any like sporting thing where you got to work at it. It's, it's, it's amazing how good they are, but the, the amount of hours some people log is, uh, is a, oh, bit, like a bit on the, it's a bit crazy. I mean, I think, they, I think there's actually like, uh, the, what is it? The DSM four, the, the diagnostic manual for psychologists. Um, I think they they they're sort of they've actually worked that into their addictions, where that it qualifies as you know you can be addicted to video games. Oh, I I, I buy that. I mean, I I, mean, I can definitely. I I could share. I don't mind sharing that. I've been I've had there's been times where like every night I was playing like every single night and like it was just like and I would always play every single night. Finally, uh, I don't know what broke me of it was i think it your I boss at work that was like hey dude you're uh <laughs> no 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 i was no, I, I was able to maintain it didn't actually affect me so you're not addicted then. no i guess it's not a true addiction i said that's not true i guess yeah i know i guess as a reach no but... no no but i didn't know i hear what you're saying though but like you you looked forward to that part of your day yeah, you know I, so the end of the night where you get to sit down and play your games is is like that's the payoff, man. Right. So, not. Uh, I think people get hooked on. I mean, just in general, but the um, what's the the internet based um, where you have uh, God, I can't believe I can't think of the name oh, like of this. World of, World of Warcraft. Yeah, well, that's where I was going with it. Yeah, that that one's one where people get super hooked on it. Right. I watched a really good documentary on the History Channel on that. I mean, those people, they really. Oh, get really? Hooked. Yeah, they have a really good. It's called Gamers. It was all about dudes who play um, all those types of games. The WoW, uh, I don't, the Blizzard. They just had a big giant convention, the Blizzard convention, BlizzCon, and that's a big deal um, for people where they just log. I mean, they they really do have problems with their social lives because they get so addicted to those games. It's Mm-hmm. It's a tough one. Uh, yeah, that's that type of gaming. I just try to avoid it because I know that I don't want that to happen to me. So I just right. avoid those games altogether. Uh, yeah, I I, uh, I I stick to my my sports games. But um, speaking of uh, speaking of video games, though, the another big thing coming out is the Connect. That's be... not out yet, huh? Uh, I don't think so. No, and it's or no, maybe it is now. Actually, I think it is. But that's going to be the hot seller this Christmas, I think. That's going to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I, I I think the the move is, I'm gonna I'm gonna be tempted to get that at some point from my PlayStation. I don't well, know. Well, the Connect already has had their problems. I mean, on the first day before they even started selling it, they had stuff in the media that people were complaining that if you have a dark complexion, so if you're, I think they had people who were Asian American or or African American, and they. Uh, the facial recognition features on the Connect just didn't really work very well for them, so they had a bit of a PR problem. Uh, that this was designed only for the white man. Uh, that's that. It is. You'd think that they would have that worked out. Okay. Yeah. Who am I? You know, I don't. I don't know. But honestly, though, don't you think? Yeah, you think so. So off like the they bad never. Stuff. They never did a trial run with different ethnicities and black people, white people. Asians, you know, like like nope. light skinned black folk, dark skinned black folk. <laughs> they never mix it up, you know. I don't know. That is a little. That's. I heard. I mean, I did hear about like if the um, <clears throat> if you had windows open 
and the sun was out, you could cause problems. Certain lights yes. in the room can cause problems, but <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I don't know if I'm going to be jumping into the motion uh, gaming yet. We're, like, I, we're, we're old school, so we're going to have a hard time giving up our paddles, as they say. Oh, totally. I, um, I'm just not going to do it. I, 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 You know, it'd be nice to have as just a something different but uh-huh no i'm the same way stick with my joystick and mm-hmm. i will twiddle my thumbs and i am happy with that mm-hmm word word <laughs> i hear you well uh that's about it for our list here what else are we going to talk about um well, we should probably take a break before we close it out okay what do you say that sounds good let's have a break Okay. I could use a beer. (laughs) Actually, no, I can't, but maybe. (laughs) We'll be back. Okay, everybody, we're going to close this thing out to end this craziness. Yes. Should we do? We're just... Uh, well, I, I was going to bring up one podcast, and then we could wrap it. Uh, and really quickly, the video game industry is, it's, is, is close to making as much as the movie industry. Or it's up for debate. I couldn't find anything de- definitive. You're so, wrong. I didn't want to confidently say that that one was bigger than the other. But... uh I guess my podcast of the week, and this is awesome because it's like a really old one, and you listen to it as well. I was going to do, there's two episodes of Mark Maron, uh, WTF. Um, it stands for what the F word, um, uh, with Carlos Mencia. And I just lost Carlos Mencia has a, a love-hate thing going on. Either people love him or they hate him, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say it seems like, more people hate him yeah more people especially now um but he's taken a lot of bad press but he was on mark Marin one episode and then Marin felt like the episode kind of was unresolved like he didn't really feel like he got honest answers out of mencia right which was interesting i'm it's interesting that he picked up on that because like i think we both said we both bought into what mencia was talking about and uh well, but yeah, but Marin wasn't totally buying it, so he went and did some further research, got some friends of his to do some interviews as well, and turns out, uh, yeah, he's uh, he likes to steal jokes. Right. That's yeah. That's what I was gonna say. And he it turns out he's like kind of crazy and a kind of an a hole. So right. Beyond just being a joke thief. Um, but the the one thing that I thought was really funny is like he said his first gig that he ever went to, he literally bought a joke book that day and like that's what he went on stage and did. Right. And then they say he has kind of a steel trap mind. And he also said that he's never done drugs or drank. He had right. just started. He had just. And this these inter, this interview took place earlier this year, right? It was probably more late winter, early spring. Yeah, it was early on. So I mean, yeah, if you dig. You can still get it on iTunes. It's not 
instant right. archive or anything. It's no, still it's episode available. seventy-five and seventy-six for Mark Marin, um, and it's M A R C M A O M A R O N for Marin. Right. I always get always confused by that, but you could probably search just for W T F, and he does spectacular interviews. He's actually he has a really unique style, but it's really you really feel like you're you're getting to know the people that he's interviewing. And I, I guess that's what's so good about it is because kind of that's the goal of it. Yes, yeah, very personal. Very personal. And uh, you really feel like you really, you truly do. You really feel like you're getting to know the people that he's and, interviewing. And it's mainly, you know, it's it's a comedy thing. If you're into listening to com- comics and learning about comics, then that's a good show because that's what it is. It's him primarily interviewing other comics. Mm-hmm. You feel like you kind of get a little insight into the industry, not falsely. Like I don't think I know everything there is to know about comedians, but I'm learning um, who a lot of these guys are, what, how they make their money, um, besides just going on stage. Uh, you know, right. it's a really, it's 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 neat, and some of them, and their unique personalities, that's for sure, and that's what makes it really interesting especially like the mencia thing is he's he was so huge had his own show and i i couldn't quite figure out why he even agreed to go on it i think you know what i mean was he he's did he think he would go on Marin's show and clear the air and, and i think he did i thought I, I think and that's exactly i think that's exactly what he did on that first show he sounded like he was prepared to defend himself and i think right. to a certain extent he did a good job of it because i know I, he kind of won me over um because right. i didn't know better um but uh, then that second episode, he definitely seemed like he was not prepared. No, like Marin caught him off guard. And like I think when in the first interview, Marin asked him some really good questions, things that he probably hadn't thought about or kind of he danced around the question and sort of gave an answer but didn't really answer the question, which you got to be pretty skilled to do that. You know right. what I mean? I, I thought it was interesting because like what you said, he had this – he was a totally clean dude with no drugs, no alcohol, but I think He's they kind of they kind of alluded to this that he almost has an addiction to the to the power he gets on stage, and that's why he doesn't care. Yeah, in the second he, interview, yeah, he said that he loves comedy. He loves entertaining more than he loves his wife, more than he loves his kids. Yeah, and right. it was like he was, and it to me like the tone of his voice almost sounded like he was on the verge of tears when he said that. Yep. So when I heard him say that, I'm like, "Geez, this, guy this guy's so crazy." Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the the conviction that he says it with is just like, I maybe maybe it's he's trying to prove the point that like this is his life and he loves it, and he was just you know sometimes people say things that aren't really true just for effect, but um, he you really kind of get a sense that he is a little bit crazy too. So. Yep. But that's the podcast of the week. If anybody actually listens to it and wants to talk about it or whatever that's really good i don't know you feel like when you listen to something like that you gotta like come home and tell someone about it like oh i listened to this interview it was fantastic here let me tell you about it and usually the person's like oh jesus i feel that way i feel that way every time i listen to ivy pod yeah well you should it should be a discussion piece (laughs) all the kids in high school should listen to it and then when they come to dinner they can talk about how Mayor Baker vetoed uh, the the alderman's vote. It's not that, Mayor Baker. Or Mayor <laughs> Mayor Harl. Whatever. He was the mayor for my entire life up until two years ago. So, right. 
he's still he. I think Baker would have vetoed that too anyway. So <laughs> I think we're we're finding things out about you, Clayton. And what's going on here? I'm just subliminally trying to <laughs> make a, to get him back in office. Actually, I, <laughs> I, I I can't even vote in Peru, so why do I even care? Oh. That's all right. You can say anything you want. It's because you don't have to worry about it. Right. I'm not even taking sides. <laughs> I don't even think there is sides to take. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. No? Because none they... of those people listen to these podcasts anyway, so who cares? Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And even if they had a problem, they wouldn't write us anyway. <laughs> 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 okay. I think we should call it good. Let's wrap this puppy up. What do you say, John? Yeah, I'm, I'm shot. Me too. I'm done. Stick a fork in me. Did you eat the igloo again? <laughs> no. No, not much better, though, Papa John's. Oh, wow. I haven't had that in forever. Yeah, very good. Nice. Nice. You should try Papa Murphy's the next time you come through Ottawa. The I'd be glad to. The take and bake. You take it home and cook it yourself. Oh, sounds good. It is good. Excellent. Excellent. All right. All right. <clears throat> Let's get out of here. All right. Yeah. Have a have a week, as Kevin Smith would say. Bye. Bye.